Now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, John Donoghue. He's the CEO of IFAC. And for those of you who don't know what IFAC is, it's the Irish Farm Accounts Cooperative Society Limited. John, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Great to be here. Now, I want to bring you back to the early days, John. Uh, was it Carberry County Kildare? Tell us about your, your early life, your upbringing, and maybe your earlier work. Yeah, born and raised in, in County Kildare, Bobby, a place called um, Ticknevin in, in Carberry. Um, so uh, three siblings, parents, all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, grew up close to um, uh, Bordemont, actually, plant. So we were involved in... in uh, and and bog uh, bog stuff and turf and all that kind of stuff and uh, that's that's the start really, Bobby. You know. So you learned a hard day's work uh, cutting turf, did you? In the early, very early days. Oh sure, look, 10, ten or eleven, twelve years of age, we'd be out footing turf and trying to earn a few quid, Bobby. You know, twenty twenty pound a plot at the time, so it was uh, backbreaking labour, and uh, but we made a few quid. But a lot of money for a young fella. Oh yeah, good money, good yeah. money for a young. Bobby, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you ended up doing, I know you did some shift work in Braun and in Carlo. I think you made pizzas in uh, Poldies and Nace. So you were a bit of a, yeah. a journeyman in the early days. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Well, I, I, did, a, I did a science qualification and uh, came out of college in, in 2000. And uh, look, there were very little jobs at that stage for, for what I had done. I'd done applied physics. And um, so I worked in, in Braun for a while, but I kind of had a view that if I was going to stay there long term, um, it was going to be shift work and all that kind of stuff. So I decided to change direction a little bit. And uh, I did a, a city and guilds course in uh, double entry bookkeeping, which was about six weeks long. And uh, then I got a, a traineeship with, with IFAC. And uh, that was it really from there. Wow. You know? So uh, the world of physics was lost to accountancy. Is that what we're saying? More or less, but believe it or not, we do take on engineers and people from that background into into, into our training programs too, and there is a nice kind of synergy between the two. So, it's worked out well from that from that perspective too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, and you know, as somebody then who came up through the ranks uh, in in IFAC, you you know the business better than anybody, having started there as a trainee, having probably got your qualification when you were there. So, is is, is it very much? I suppose rural accountancy is that what we're talking here? I suppose in the early days we would have been talking rural accountancy. Started out as a bookkeeping business in 1975, Bobby, and and really that was to kind of demonstrate whether farms were profitable or not. And I suppose your your high street accountant at that stage wasn't really interested in in the farmer client because they're interested in retail and pubs and shops and so on. And uh, so our founding shareholders, we seven founding shareholders, got together and said, look. Can we help farmers here improve their lives, give them good good uh, information on their numbers and help them improve profitability and all those kind of things? So that was Pater Murphy and Donald Cashman and, and five others in 1975. But since then, it's kind of become um, a, a large professional services firm, Bobby, is the best way to describe it. So if you have a financial need and you're in the farming, food and agribusiness sector, uh, we meet that need really from... Right accountancy to tax planning to pension life investment to consulting 
uh, you name it, we're we're in it in that sense. Okay, uh, tell me a little bit about, I suppose, uh, making a living as a farmer, John, because uh, it often strikes me as a difficult business from a number of pers- perspectives. Firstly, that you're only going to get paid maybe once or twice a year, that you've got to buy forward sort of stock management, you know, and, and I know obviously it's different between uh, if you're dealing with grain and livestock and that, but it strikes me as a very challenging business and one that you'd need to have a very organised cash flow. Although cash flow management is, is massive, Bobby. It depends on what sector you're in. In the dairy sector, they're getting paid monthly for, for um, milk that they've produced or paid by their co-op on a monthly basis. So that's much easier to manage from a, from a cash flow perspective, but it is a, a high uh, input cost environment as well. Um, beef sector probably getting paid a couple of times a year um, and having to manage finances very closely. And the same would be true in, in uh, sheep and tillage. Um, so it, it depends really what sector you're in, but cash flow management is massive. Getting the right tax structure in place is massive too, particularly uh, in the more profitable uh, end of the sectors. Yeah. So there's a lot going on from that perspective. But uh, yeah. costs have been rising rapidly, I suppose, Bobby. That's that's a big feature of what's happening at the moment. And, um, and these so would be input costs like they, energy, uh, fodder, that kind of stuff, is it? Everything, yeah. yeah. So look, I mean, no different, I suppose, from the general economy where inflation's run at that kind of 9% mark uh, in the farming sector in certain uh, pockets of cost, including fertiliser, feed, uh, energy costs, they're all rising much faster than that. And uh, that's, that's had to be very carefully managed. Um, now, commodity prices have been decent over the last uh, 12 months as well, so that has softened the impact of rising costs. But, um, you know, commodity prices go through kind of ups and downs as well, so... Uh, they're they're in decent shape just at the minute, but the cost environment is very, very difficult. Another thing that strikes me as being very different about the farming business is that often it's 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 highly integrated with family and personal life, i.e. you might have multiple family members working in the business, there's succession issues, there's all that, you know, value of the land stuff. Let us tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you come across in that area. Sure. Look, Bobby, it's huge. I mean, succession is a, is a massive issue in farming, and particularly with the with the demographic, I suppose, that's in farming at the moment. And uh, that's that's where you have, you know, a, a strong segment of of the sector is in the north of fifty five category, and they are all asset owners. Uh, in in particular, with the with the ownership of land and farm buildings and, and uh, stock and so on. So, I suppose one of the big challenges we see is the is the actual family conversation, Bobby, and that's that's where a family has to be open about what's happening, about what plans are for the future, who will farm, who won't, um, who will receive a gift or inheritance, who won't, all those kinds of things. So that's nearly the biggest challenge. Like we can manage all the other stuff around the tax planning and and doing the transaction right and and making sure the legal advice is there and all those things. But the biggest piece is kind of inside the kitchen table. What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And what does it mean for our family? They're the the big ones. And and as somebody who works as an accountant then in the sector, do do you find yourself at those conversations? Oh, definitely. Like we, we have 30 partners across the country uh, running 30 offices and they are knee deep in those conversations because essentially we're in that trusted advisor category. Uh, some of those families would be with us two, three, four generations now. And um, so they look to us for advice, but we can't make the family decisions. Um, we, can, we can tell them how people go about decision making. We can facilitate, but the, the family has to make the decision. And then we can implement that decision through, you know, the tax advisory we provide and, and all those things, Bobby. That's, that's our approach, really. 
Two more questions for you, John. Uh, you're now at 30 locations, uh, 500 people working with you, servicing 22,000 clients. How much of your business is farming and agri-food dependent, in other words, or have you plans to come out of that sector or are you just going to stay and grow what you have? Well, what, we, what we'd have in, in that 22,000 clients, Bobby, we've about 16,000 people inside the farm gate. Right. They're primary producers in, in all the various farm sectors. Then we have um, a couple of thousand clients that would be associated with farming, be it agribusiness, food business, ag tech, uh, whatever it might be, or, or supplying product to farmers. And then we have about 4,000 uh, clients who are in the SME bracket. So that's the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, everybody in between. And uh, I suppose you name it, we probably have 10 people in that, in a, in a, in a, in a space. And um, so we've been servicing that group for a long time, but we're probably, I suppose, where we're leaning next is really into the larger family business network. Um, so businesses around the country, well put together with lots of needs that we think we can help um, through the services we provide from the the consultant side to the tax planning up to the, the wealth management and all that sort of stuff. Okay. So that's where we're leaning next, Bobby. So we think we, we've loads of expertise to bring to that marketplace. Yeah. Well, and, I have to uh, say, you know, and again, it's it's not an area I have an intimate knowledge of, but I, I can see absolutely the value you bring uh, to farming, farmers and the farming and agri-food uh, community, John, because it's quite technical and it is specialist. Uh, so well done to you for what you're doing. Finally, I have to ask you about, uh, I know you've, you had a, another, another life as an extra on Saving Private Ryan. Uh, who, who were you in the famous movie that was shot on Curraclough Beach? For, for most of that period, I was down there for four weeks. And uh, so some days we were American troops landing on the beach and some days we were German troops defending the beach. So it depended on, on the days, Bobby, you know. So we have to be very flexible. Yeah. So a German one day and an American the next. Well, well done to you. John Donoghue, CEO of IFAC. Thanks for joining us on the Executive Chair today. Brilliant, Bobby. Thanks very much. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.